Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back to my Friday Five, a weekly roundup of a few things from the world of well-being that my team and I have been taking a look at over this past week. And today I am updating on that controversial statement about fish oil supplements being linked to a greater risk of cancer. Not true, by the way, as well as a review of adaptogenic herbs to help us cope better with stress and a word about the brands I often mention now on Liz Loves and how I choose these heroes from the world of well-being. Well, to kick off, many of you who are now tuning in to my weekly Instagram, Facebook and YouTube broadcasts are now loving both the drops of balance and the drops of immunity from Life Armour. And last week, I took a look at some of the research. I hope you heard that. And I must say, I was really fascinated to learn a bit more on all this. And as I talked about here on the pod last week, I have to say, the more I learn about the way adaptogenic herbs, such as ashwagandha, work within the body, the more I like the sound of them, especially as they also seem to be able to help increase our resilience to stress and show potential to help support our immune system. So for me, well, I'm definitely taking both of these drops now on a more regular daily basis at the moment. You know, life is stressful, isn't it? And I know that I have shared just a small insight into some of the personal stresses and challenges going on in my life at the moment. And I know this is also a super difficult time for so very many of us, if not all of us, really. So it's encouraging to learn that there are some small things that can help make a helpful difference and are therefore much appreciated, as is, of course, the 15% discount that we can all enjoy simply by using the code LizLoves, all in capitals. And in this case, you can use that at the checkout of any lifearmor.co.uk order. Now, I often talk about these Liz Loves discount, and I should point out that I am not paid to promote these. They kind of developed organically as a way of giving something back to our well-being community here in return for a bit of brand exposure. And I particularly like to help smaller, often founder-led brands, British-based very often with a female founder sometimes. I guess being one myself makes me want to support other entrepreneurs because it's a tough and sometimes lonely path 
path to walk filled with pitfalls and potholes, especially right now. But here's the deal. In order to be part of the increasing number of Liz Loves brands and money-saving offers, I do genuinely have to love the product. Not just quite like it, but genuinely love it. And that, I hope, does give added reassurance that I'm not being paid to promote something random and that I do do my due diligence and personally test and research anything that comes in for consideration here, which is why it's great to get so much feedback and hear that many of you love these things too. So do please keep your feedback coming. It's really welcome and much appreciated. Now, I mentioned in my intro that I'd be looking more closely into the claims that have been made regarding the safety of fish oil supplements. These are the omega-3 fish oils, rich in EPA and DHA. And who better to ask than Dr. Simon Dial, one of the UK's leading nutritional neuroscientists. So I dialed him up and asked some probing questions on all this and more. So be prepared now to have a really good listen to what he has to say. So Simon, thank you so much for hopping back onto my pod. It's great to chat with you again because I know that you have really, this has been your life's work, hasn't it? Looking at fish oils and the brain and brain chemistry. Yeah, I've been uh, working on polyunsaturated fatty acids and their derivatives in brain protection and repair for about 20 years now. So yeah, not quite my last work, but a lot of it. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Now we... Really came together for this chat because I'd had some comments from a previous podcast made by another medic who's not obviously um, as well versed as you, versed in the science, connecting the possibility of taking fish oil supplements with an increased risk of cancer. So, what's the deal here? What's the story? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me on because I think it's really important that we kind of um, understand exactly what the science is behind it, because it's very easy to misinterpret it, especially if it's not your particular field. So I think this kind of all stems from, there were two very large studies, one in 2011 and one in 2013. Uh, And the the bottom line is, is that they both showed that those with a higher blood level of the long chain polyunsaturated fatty acids, EPA and DHA, had an increased risk of prostate cancer. Um, So there was this, this kind of a lot of media attention around this at the time. That's prostate cancer, they linked it. Yeah, so, so these studies were just looking at prostate cancer. Um, so that's, uh, as, as far as I'm aware, that's the only cancer that has uh, shown any kind of um, negative relationship with omega-3 fatty acids is prostate cancer. Uh, and it's these two large studies. Um, those studies, as I say, they got a lot of media attention at the time, and there's a lot of links between, therefore, having high levels of omega-3s and increased risk of prostate cancer. Uh, but you need to, to look a little bit more detail at what the studies were looking at. They were two, uh, they were both by the same group, and they were what's called secondary analyses, which means that the original studies looked at a different topic, but they had the data of baseline fatty acids and risk of prostate cancer, so they then explored it. Um, And whenever you have a secondary analysis, it's always a little bit flawed in the approach. So, for example, uh, they measured um, fatty acid levels in blood. The the particular bit of blood that they measured was the the plasma and the serum, as opposed to the red blood cells. And this gets a little bit complicated. But red blood cells show long-term incorporation, whereas serum and plasma show kind of what you've had over the last day or two. So it doesn't really show what your long-term nutritional intake is. It just shows you what you've had over the last day. Um, And importantly, in these studies, this is the, the really important part, 
they didn't ask, are you taking supplements? So there, there's no studies that looked specifically in this context, did you take supplements? If so, what is your risk? It's just an association between increased levels and increased risk. But the increased, increased levels are yeah, highest yeah. if you take supplements. Ah, of course. Okay. So, but that doesn't mean that if you take supplements or you perhaps you are a massive fish eater, you're eating fish, you know, two or three times a day, you'd still have high levels and that would have shown the same thing. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I know this is quite a short conversation. So I did a little, little look online and there's been uh, two large uh, what's called epidemiological studies. So looking at populations, looking at those specifically asking this question. If you take fish oil capsules, what is your risk of increased prostate cancer? One study found no risk. And another study showed that if you take fish oil capsules more than once a week, your risk of prostate cancer goes down by about 60 percent. 60, six zeros. Six zeros, about 60% goes down in risk. Um, and it's important to say that there's been a, we've been looking at omega-3s in trials for a long time. Uh, and so far, to, to the best of my knowledge, no trial has shown an increased risk of cancer through taking supplements yes. when you're looking at in these randomized controlled trials. Uh, in fact, there, there was a study that uh, looked at supplement use and those that took fish oil capsules more than four days a week for more than three years, had a 49% decreased risk of colorectal cancer and oh, also wow. decreased risk of breast cancer. That so, is interesting. Yeah, so, so the evidence that we have is, is completely the opposite. The evidence that we have is that supplemental use is, is either benign or is actually beneficial in, in certain cancers. It just shows, doesn't it, that a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. Well, I think that the problem is, is that, you know, I work on PUFAs. That's my area. So I look on PUFAs from the brain perspective, from birth to aging. And, that, and that's it. And, and in order to, you know, I have trouble keeping up with the field just the, of my area. So to then, so then to talk about a different field, you know, you, you see the headlines, you may read the abstract of a paper or you may read the, the summary, but unless you know the detailed methodology, you know, exactly who is it done on, what was analysed, how long did they do it for, you know, the, the real nitty gritty that you only get by being a specialist in a, a particular niche field, then you, you can really comment with, with confidence. Um, what does that stand for? Sorry? So the polyunsaturated fatty acids. So, so, so that's 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 my area, and and that's what I'm comfortable and confident talking about. Um, so yeah, I think the problem is is that the researchers they'll see a couple of papers, or they'll because in one of the papers there's what's called a meta-analysis, which is where you pull together the results from other papers. But again, they were only looking at blood levels and not asking the question: Is it the supplement? So. It's purely, you know, first of all, correlation isn't causation. Just because you get an increase in the blood level doesn't mean it's causing the cancer. It may just be people who are you know, at risk of cancer take, take more supplements on that particular day, you know, on that particular week. You know, so it's, I mean, I, I, I do, as my podcast listeners know, do a lot trying to combat the, the flawed interpretation of looking at safety of estrogen for HRT and, and you know, perimenopause and menopause. And it's such a battle because the media will get something and it'll make a nice, mm. it won't actually be true. And then yeah. the other medics jumping in who think, oh, that sounds interesting without the specialist knowledge. So I'm, I'm very grateful 
for your time here. Can you just explain to me, because another question that has come in is this ratio between the omega-6s and the omega-3s. And there was something I read, and I'd love to know while I've got you on the line whether this is true, that if you look at something like walnuts, for example, which we're told are very healthy because they've got lots of omega-3s in them, actually, because they have also so many omega-6s, that actually kind of knocks out the omega-3s. What's, what's the truth in that? Thank you, yeah. It's, it, again, it's a very interesting question that, that gets slightly more complex. Um, so I need to introduce all the different characters first. So there's the omega-6 fatty acids, and then there's the omega-3 fatty acids. So these are two families of fatty acids. They have um, parents, so to speak, which are quite short, and then the body metabolizes them to slightly longer and slightly more double bond, slightly more unsaturated. So the parent of the omega-6 family is called a linoleic acid. The parent of the omega-3 family is called alpha-linolenic. So you've got LA, linoleic acid, which is an omega-6, and ALA, alpha-linolenic, which is the um, omega-3. And then what the body does is it converts these to more what's called bioactive, so more active within the body. So that the ALA gets converted to the, the so-called fish oils, the EPA and the DHA. And the, the linoleic acid, that gets converted to something called arachidonic acid. So when we're talking about an omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, it's a bit of a, a simplification because they all do different things. So the, the so-called omega-6s are said to be bad because the arachidonic acid um, is a precursor or, or produces more inflammation, whereas the EPA and the DHA tend to, to decrease inflammation. Um, so the, the first question is, walnuts are a good source of ALA, alpha-linoleic acid, so they're a good source of omega-3. However, the, the active metabolites of it are the EPA and the DHA. And we uh, are very, very bad at converting the ALA to the longer chain versions. Um, apart from maybe uh, the role in the skin, ALA doesn't have any distinct functions on its own. The active ingredients in the body are the EPA and the DHA. So these are the ones that we need to get. So if you're a vegan or um, are, have a very low fish intake, you'll only be getting your ALA version. You'll have very low levels of the EPA and the DHA. So if you're looking at walnuts as a good source of omega-3 fatty acids, irrespective of the N6 to N3 ratio, they're not great because your body then has to convert them to the EPA and the DHA. Uh, women are slightly better than men. Uh, but men, on the whole, for every 100 kind of units of ALA, we make less than 0.01 EPA and DHA. We're really, really bad at converging it. Uh, our conversion rate is very, very low. If you want to increase DHA within the body, there's only two ways you can do it. One way is to take DHA. You can't really increase your DHA without taking ALA. Got you. Right. The other way to increase DHA is to limit your intake of linoleic acid. Remember the parent omega-6, the linoleic acid, because the conversion of ALA to EPA and DHA uses the same enzymes as the conversion of linoleic acid to arachidonic acid. So if you've got a diet that's very high in linoleic acid, this omega-6, your ability to convert is going to be even worse. Right. So, so linoleic acid is, um, there's lots of work by Joe Hibbelin and others looking at the detrimental effects of linoleic acid in our diet. Um, 
it's, it's thought that we evolved on a N6 to N3 ratio of about, you know, sort of three to one. Um, the current Western diet is probably around 15 to one. N6 to omega-3. So omega-3s are really, really uh, um, useful, but it's, it's not just that we are not having enough, it's also that we're having much more of the N6s in our diet. So we really need to try and limit the uh, dietary intake of linoleic acid. Linoleic acid is bad for, for lots of different reasons. One is it restricts our conversion. Uh, another is it displaces um, DHA from the body. So, so we need to, to try and restrict our linoleic acid as much as we can. So linoleic acid is found in sunflower oil. It's found in, in lots of foodstuffs. So um, it's not just about increasing our omega-3s. It's about decreasing our, our N6s, our linoleic acid. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I mean, I've, I've worked a little bit on the fringes of, of researching oils, particularly for cooking, because that's, you know, a lot of what I do here at Liz Wellbeing is, is we're making recipes and things. Mm -hmm. And a time ago, I stopped buying and using sunflower oil, safflower oil, corn. Mm -hmm. is, is that the right decision to keep my, my stocked with olive oil, extra virgin olive oil? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is exactly the right decision. We, we really need to be trying, you know, the, the, the so-called, you know, health oils, the, these highly polyunsaturated fatty acid oils aren't great uh, in terms of our diet. We do need to limit them. Olive oil, extra virgin olive oil is the best to use, um, especially if you're heating. Uh, it's more stable at temperature. Um, just as, as a side note, if you're buying oils, you should try and always buy them in glass bottles rather than plastic bottles because the, the, the oils tend to, to leach out some of the plasticizers from the, the soft plastic bottles. So try and always buy oils in, in glass bottles. So I'm sure everybody's going to be rushing to their kitchen cupboard. <laughs> 
seeing how many bottles of you know sunflower oil or corn oil they have packed in plastic exactly yeah so um the, it, it is best to, to to restrict your linoleic acid because it is so high in the diet and it's it's so uh, yeah, because of tariffs and things in the States, uh, um, it is very prevalent in our diet, particularly processed food is very high in, in safflower oil and things like that. Uh, while I've got you here, I, I love having you your, your, <laughs> on the line and throwing my little extra questions. Um, tell me about rapeseed oil, because that's a monounsaturated oil, isn't it? Where does that stand on the, on the hit list? So it depends on the hit list. So if you're looking to heat, so if you're cooking with oils, uh, the best oils to cook with are um, kind of saturated fats. Things like butter is good to, to cook with because it's more stable at temperature. Then you move into things like olive oil. Then you move into things like rapeseed oil. Uh, for general health, say um, olive oil is, is probably one of the best because it's, it's about 95% what's called oleic acid, which is just a, a monounsaturated acid. And it's got some other things in it as well. One of the big problems we have in research is trying to find a good placebo. So you're giving someone a fish oil capsule, what do you give them as a placebo? Quite often studies will give olive oil as a placebo, but it is quite bioactive in itself. You, know, you do get lots of beneficial properties from olive oil. Uh, so yeah, if you're looking at the you know, rapeseed oils, these are, are still good. Uh, if you're having them cold, then, then it's still good to have on the diet. Um, but as I say, the, the main thing is try and avoid the safflower and sunflower on the, the high linoleic acid oils. Yeah, really, really fascinating. Honestly, Simon, I, I could talk to you for ages. And as you know, oil, <laughs> one of the things that I'm particularly keen on, my nickname actually used to be Liz Oil. So <laughs> I'm, I'm so grateful for your time. Will you come back and, and chat through some more? And I know that I, for one, I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to part of this podcast because uh, sometimes the biochemistry does does tight, slightly go way over my head. But But thank you for such a great explanation. It's been a pleasure. Next time I'll come with pictures to make it easier. Thank you. Gosh, it's all so interesting, isn't it? And hopefully helpfully reassuring as well as thought provoking when it comes to how we make even simple everyday food and cooking choices. Well, that is all we have time for this week. But as always, thank you for your reviews and comments. Feel free to leave these for me. You can leave them on Instagram over on Liz Me, or you can leave them on the Liz Wellbeing magazine, Facebook and YouTube pages. Also, very many thanks to all those of you who have left me a five star review over on iTunes, as well as your kind comments. So much appreciated and valued. Thank you. Do please take a moment to click on the rating button at the end of this episode if you would like to. And don't forget to sign up to the free weekly newsletter because you can have delicious new recipes, links to interesting articles and special new discounts and offers delivered to your inbox each and every Friday afternoon ready for the weekend ahead. It does come completely free. I promise you there are no strings whatsoever attached. And of course, you can unsubscribe at any time. Although I'm pleased to say that this rarely seems to happen, which is lovely to see. So until the next time we chat, have a very happy and healthy week ahead. I hope you'll be able to join me during the week, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, live on Instagram or Facebook. Not forgetting my Wellbeing YouTube channel. Do subscribe to that because you will find many more films and video clips to tune into and enjoy. But for now, go well. Bye bye. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details